This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Kristen Hughes. Ballads of a Bohemian by Robert W. Service. Book Two, Early Summer, Part Four. The Café de Du Magot, June nineteen fourteen. The Bohemian. Up in my garret, bleak and bare, I tilted back on my broken chair, and my three old pals were with me there, hunger and thirst and cold. Hunger howled at his scurvy mate, cold cowered down by the hollow grate, and I hated them with a deadly hate as old as life is old. So up in my garret. That's near the sky. I smiled a smile that was thin and dry. You've roomed with me for twenty years, said I, hunger and thirst and cold. But now, begone down the broken stair. I've suffered enough of your spite. So there, bang bang! I slapped on the table bare a glittering heap of gold. Red flames will jewel my wine tonight. I'll loose my belt that you've lugged so tight. Ha! <laughs> Dame Fortune is smiling bright. The stuff of my brain I've sold. Canai of the gutter, up away! You've battened on me for a bitter long day, but I'm driving you forth and for ever and aye, hunger and thirst and cold. So I've kicked them out with a scornful roar. Yet, oh, they turn at the garret door. Quietly there, they spoke once more. The tale is not all told. It's au revoir, but it's not goodbye. We're yours, old chap, till the day you die. Laugh on, you fool. Oh, you'll never defy hunger and thirst and cold. Hurrah! The crisis in my financial career is over. Once more, I have weathered the storm, and never did money jingle so sweetly in my pocket. It was McBean who delivered me. He arrived at the door of my garret this morning, with a broad grin of pleasure on his face. Here, said he, I've sold some of your rubbish. They'll take more too of the same sort. With that, he handed me three crisp notes. For a moment, I thought that he was paying the money out of his own pocket, as he knew I was desperately hard up. But he showed me the letter enclosing the check he had cashed for me. So we sought the Grand Boulevard, and I had a pernod which rose to my head in delicious waves of joy. I talked ecstatic nonsense, and seemed to walk like a god in clouds of gold. We dined on frogs' legs in Vouvray, and then went to see the review at the Magny. A very merry evening. Such is the life of Bohemia, up and down, fast and feast. It's very uncertainty. Its charm. Here is my latest ballad, another attempt to express the sentiment of actuality. The auction sale. Her little head just topped the window sill. She even mounted on a stool, maybe. She pressed against the pane as children will, and watched us playing, oh so wistfully. 
and then I missed her for a month or more, and idly thought, she's gone away, no doubt, until a hearse drew up beside the door. I saw a tiny coffin carried out. And after that, towards dusk, I'd often see behind the blind another face that looked, eyes of a young wife watching anxiously, then rushing back to where her dinner cooked. She often gulped it down alone, I fear, within her heart the sadness of despair. For near to midnight I would vaguely hear a lurching step, a stumbling on the stair. These little dramas of the common day, a man, weak-willed, and foreordained to fail. The window's empty now, they've gone away, and yonder, see, their furniture's for sale. To all the world their door is open wide, and round and round the bargain-hunters roam, and peer and gloat like vultures avid-eyed above the corpse of what was once a home. So reverent I go from room to room, and see the patient care, the tender touch, the love that sought to brighten up the gloom, the woman courage tested overmuch. Amid those things so intimate and dear, where now the mob invades with brutal tread, I think, what happiness is buried here, what dreams are withered, and what hopes are dead. O oh, woman dear, and were you sweet and glad over the lining of your little nest? What ponderings and proud ideas you had! What visions of a shrine of peace and rest! For there's his easy-chair upon the rug, his reading-lamp, his pipe-rack on the wall, all that you could devise to make him snug, and yet you could not hold him with it all. Ah, patient heart! What home-like joys you planned to stay him by the dull domestic flame! Those silken cushions that you worked by hand when you had time, before the baby came! Oh, how you wove around him cosy spells, and schemed so hard to keep him home of nights! Aye, every touch and turn some story tells of sweet conspiracies and dead delights. And here, upon the scratched piano-stool tied in a bundle, are the songs you sung. That cosy that you worked in coloured wool, the Spanish lace you made when you were young. And lots of modern marvels, cheap reprints, and little dainty knick-knacks everywhere and silken bows and curtains of gay chintz, and, oh, her tiny crib, her folding chair. Sweet woman dear, and did your heart not break to leave this precious home you made in vain? Poor shabby things, so prized for old time's sake, with all their memories of love and pain. Alas, while shouts the raucous auctioneer, and rat-faced dames are prying everywhere, the echo of old joy is all I hear, all, 
all I see just heartbreak and despair. Imagination is the great gift of the gods. Given it, one does not need to look afar for subjects. There is romance in every face. Those who have imagination live in a land of enchantment, which the eyes of others cannot see. Yet if it brings marvellous joy, it also brings exquisite pain. Who lives a hundred lives must die a hundred deaths. I do not know any of the people who live around me. Sometimes I pass them on the stairs. However, I am going to give my imagination rein, and string some rhymes about them. Before doing so, having money in my pocket and seeing the prospect of making more, let me blithely chant about the joy of being poor. Let others sing of gold and gear, the joy of being rich. But, oh, the days when I was poor, a vagrant in a ditch, when every dawn was like a gem, so radiant and rare, and I had but a single coat and not a single care, when I would feast right royally on bacon, bread, and beer, and dig into a stack of hay, and doze like any peer, when I would wash beside a brook my solitary shirt, and though it dried upon my back, I never took a hurt. When I went romping down the road, contemptuous of care, and slapped adventure on the back, by gad we were a pair. When though my pockets lacked a coin, and though my coat was old, the largesse of the stars was mine, and all the sunset gold. When time was only made for fools, and free as air was I, and hard I hit and hard I lived beneath the open sky, when all the roads were one to me, and each had its allure. Ye gods, these were the happy days, the days when I was poor. Or else, again, old pal of mine, do you recall the times you struggled with your storyettes? I wrestled with my rhymes. Oh, we were happy, were we not? We used to live so high, a little bit of broken roof between us and the sky. Upon the forge of art we toiled with hammer and with tongs. You told me all your rippling yarns. I sang to you my songs. Our hats were frayed, our jackets patched, our boots were down at heel. But, oh, the happy men we were! although we lacked a meal. And if I sold a bit of rhyme, or if you placed a tale, what feasts we had of tenderloins and apple-tarts and ale! And yet how often we would dine as cheerful as you please, beside our little friendly fire on coffee, bread, and cheese. We lived upon the ragged edge, and grub was never sure. But, oh, these were the happy days! the days when we were poor. Alas, old man, we're wealthy now, it's sad beyond a doubt. We cannot dodge prosperity, success has found us out. Your eye is very dull and drear, my brow is creased with care. We realize how hard it is to be a millionaire. 
the burden's heavy on our backs. You're thinking of your rents. I'm worrying if I'll invest in five or six percents. We've limousines and marble halls and flunkies by the score. We play the part. But say, old chap, oh, isn't it a bore? We work like slaves. We eat too much. We put on evening dress. We've everything a man can want, I think. But happiness. Come, let us sneak away, old chum. Forget that we are rich. And earn an honest appetite and scratch an honest itch. Let's be two jolly garreteers up seven flights of stairs and wear old clothes and just pretend we aren't millionaires and wonder how we'll pay the rent and scribble ream on ream and sup on sausages and tea and laugh and loaf and dream. And when we're tired of that, my friend, oh, you will come with me, and we will seek the sunlit roads that lie beside the sea. We'll know the joy the gypsy knows, the freedom nothing mars, the golden treasure gates of dawn, the mintage of the stars. We'll smoke our pipes and watch the pot and feed the crackling fire and sing like two old jolly boys and dance to heart's desire. We'll climb the hill and ford the brook and camp upon the moor. Old chap, let's haste. I'm mad to taste the joy of being poor. End of Book Two, Early Summer, Part Four